Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey everyone, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week, after <laughs> an odyssey of frustration. <laughs> <laughs> A, a Iliad of fuck you, lady. Yeah. Uh, we are concluding our rewatch of Star Trek The Next Generation Season 2 with Episode 21, Peak Performance, and Episode 22, Shades of Grey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peak Performance, not the worst. No. Yeah. No. It was laser tag in space. Or like... <laughs> It's just a it's fellow that, or something. I couldn't quite follow the rules. It's of that 3D. fun little like, oh, we're just gonna play some games before the show ends. The yeah. season ends. Yeah, it's the last real episode of the season. We're gonna do maybe <laughs> a third of one next week. I so like I noticed something because I have semi recently lived through a similar situation. Pulaski all had like a personality change in this episode. Yeah. And it's like she knew she was getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like she's already heard from HR, like, retire or you're canned. And so she's just sort of like, what if I just act really nice in like kind of the most patronizing sort of way? What if, what if I turn around 50 years of awfulness in like a week? <laughs> the whole like, I have not once ever harassed or been toxic towards Data. Look, he's like my best friend. Yeah, go so, be a human like, and play board games or whatever. And you're like, HR already signed the paperwork to get rid of you. Get out. So yeah, that's something my boss totally did <laughs> before she got retired, fired. What were you going to say, Zoo? She just, she was very like, like, oh no, here's a problem, but don't you feel bad for me because of this problem I created? <laughs> still manipulative, still an utter bitch. I just literally wrote Worf speaking truth. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote, Worf said pussies don't just talk. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, you know what? Like, he's not wrong. They're like, if nobody tests the reputation, then how do you know if the reputation is well deserved? Yeah. He's just like, so then Litz is meaningless. And Worf, like, was, Worf was spitting truth. He really was. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah, and I and I do like the whole like, but what if they know that I know that they know that I know that they know that I know? And I'm just yeah. like, you've got to stop. But <laughs> Save it for friendables. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird how that kind of happened. <laughs> I recently had read a story, and I should have taken notes on it. Crap. The history of the Three Kingdoms, like uh, Chinese history. I don't remember which dynasty it was, but like uh, there was... Lots of wars, obviously. But there was one guy who was, like, a general who was known for creating just, like, mind-boggling, insane ambushes and traps. Like, he lo- he loved psychological warfare. And another general on, like, an opposing side who was, like, a master strategist. And essentially, you know, stuff would happen or whatever. The ambush general had to defend this city and he only had, like, ten guys left. I mean, literally had, like, wiped out and then others, like, on the march over. Like, there was, like, lots of different stuff that happened. He's like, I literally have ten 
men, like I have 10 soldiers left and I have to defend this entire city against the army, the opposing army that's coming in. But he knew the general, like they, like not so much like buddies, but just like you fight against enough of each other. And you're like, you know, so he's like, I only have to fight against him. So he like cleared out the entire town dressed up all of his guys in obvious fake peasant garb, had them awkwardly standing out in the streets doing things badly. And then he sat outside the gates of the city where like where the army was coming in in like essentially a lawn chair and like sunglasses, you know, of like the whatever period it was. And was just like, sup. And the general's like, this is a trap. Everyone go home. And they're like, city defended boys. And this reminded me of that so much. I was like, Riker, you mad lad. <laughs> like, he's just like, we don't got shit and we're gonna win. Woo! And I was just like, it worked. It actually worked. I like anyway. that Wesley just intuitively knew that this was the crowd to pull that stunt with. Like, he didn't even yeah. tell them what he was doing. No. He just knew that they'd be cool with it once he got back. He was like, hold up, Riker's my, my acting superior officer right now. Pfft, He's like, oh, yeah, fine. let's have some fun. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> my mom doesn't live here anymore. I can do whatever <laughs> the hell I want. Riker had that, like, two seconds of fake outrage or something, and then he was like, oh, wait, no, this is great. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, excuse me, son. He's like, you told me to improvise. He's like, my boy. <laughs> I think if if Wesley had like stabbed him in the back and went and did that like on his own, then it would have looked like he was undermining Riker. But when he was like, Riker, you said Riker was like, that makes you clever. Yeah, that's the only difference. I'm a great leader and you're a clever boy. (laughs) I did something. Wesley's like, yeah, I saved your ass. It's all good. I most of my notes were um, outrage at Pulaski. Yeah, <laughs> as were mine. Like, like lots of there's lots of curse words. Pulaski curse word curse word curse word Pulaski. I got one that's eat shit Pulaski. In parentheses, I wrote at the time. I have a feeling I'm not going to remember the context of that one, and I don't. <laughs> nice. I think I have mostly just. I was so ready to block her out of my memory and welcome Beverly Crusher back in a few Same. episodes that I was like, yeah. I'm not going to give her any more attention than I need to. So right. I literally don't remember what she did in this episode. She's <laughs> sort of heavy in this one and in the next yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. I, there, there was a couple times where I was like, not, I confused her name with my former boss. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I just concentrate on the wharf bits and the fact, like the fact that like it's now canon. Like, and they hinted at it, but it's for sure wharf bets on fucking everything. I fucking love it. You got a gambling problem. He's like, I have a lot of money riding on you, Riker, and I would be disappointed. I feel like he's good at gambling though. Like, like, it's a problem, but. It's is not it like a, a problem. Oh God! I hope his next posting doesn't have a casino. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Philosophical of like which one's better, like study versus practical knowledge, or because like they, that's essentially what they were debating, and like <laughs> the other part of the episode beyond the just like people are doing fun shit. Uh, also, the best way to beat somebody who thinks they're hot shit is to not try to win because that really pisses them off. <laughs> <laughs> actually really good philosophy because it's yeah. like if you're if someone's intent is to win against you 
you don't need to beat them. You just need to not lose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, you actually have more options than than you think you do. So it's not the only way to win is not to play. It's the only only way way to win win is to to do the bare minimum and act like you don't care. Be an obstacle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that's a different kind of winning. That's like a petty winning. You know, it's something that you can thrive <laughs> like, off of for many years. I, I, spite. Spite winning. Smash Brothers character of choice, Yoshi. Have I ever won a round? Never. Oh. Have I lost a round for somebody who really based a lot of their identity around their Smash Brothers skills? <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Nice. That was me with Kirby because Kirby could suck them yeah. up and spit them I was, out. I was yes. like, did you do Yoshi that? did the same. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, at the oh. end. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you're you're a kangaroo person. You're just like into the pocket. Yeah. Not <laughs> into the pocket. Into my belly. Out my butt. <laughs> Off the edge. <laughs> I am just mean, and I just stay on the edge of. I, I slowly get people force them off of a corner, and then I just never let them get back on the ledge. And I'm like, no. No, because I'm real good at timing, and that's the only thing I'm good at. Because, like, Kirby could float, too, and then drop, like, a rock on top of people, so that I would also do that. And I'm like, stop it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not playing to beat you. I'm just trying to mess I up your day a little bit. I'm so bad at those games. I'm a button masher. Like, if, if I win, it's by the grace of God. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's hard to play with multiple people because I get I'm like, who am I? Yeah, <laughs> so, like you're the only giant turtle on the screen. I'm like, no, but I can't tell which one I am. I caused someone to rage quit New Year's Eve 2001 based simply on the Yoshi <laughs> paradigm. Yay! <laughs> like the whole the whole year. Uh, it was New Year's Eve 2001. We were all having a good time, and they suddenly were not and mm. left nice. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, because I pooped them. One too many times. <laughs> so you busted this. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> That's the way I felt with uh, the Golden Eye, though, because you'd mm. have the same person who picked Blofeld every single time, and Blofeld in the game is like a hair shorter than everyone else, so your gun always you immediately mean, goes over his head. You mean and... Is that who it was? No. No, I think Odd it was Odd Job. That's who it was. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so he was, like, yeah. shorter than everybody in the game. And... Is Nick Knight in that game? I don't think so. Okay, Nick Knight's game. Sure, you played by Fair Bay Villages. But that's for my James Bond rewatch podcast. Mm. <laughs> God willing, will never come to this network. <laughs> it's just the podcast in your only, head. <laughs> uh, it could if only you were on it and you were drunk, like, soused the whole time. Yeah. Like, listen, in order to get inside of James Bond's head, I have to I, be I have inside. I have to have a martinis. What if you get really Are, drunk and explain to me, I have never seen anything James Bond. <laughs> explain to that me may be the it. James Bond universe. That may be it. Yeah. I'll just be, be moderator. Yeah. I'll be like, all right, uh, act one, scene one, go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, I, I th- I'm done with talking about Pulaski. Really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, data was great. Worf was great. I loved everyone in here except her. There's <laughs> one more moment of Pulaski in the next episode where I was like, okay, one final fuck off, lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll get to that in the next act. If ever there was a TNG episode that deserved a sitcom style freeze frame at the end, yeah. Or Data was like, I guess I just tried to lose. And everybody's like, ah! Ba-da-ba-ba-ba! good. He's a good boy. Yeah. Anything else about people? How much we could call it an early act if we really need to? Because just get this season two out the way. The Serna Kolrami, he had real strong whiskey uncle vibes. 
you know? A little bit. Not not quite racist uncle at the Thanksgiving dinner, but definitely the drunk uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Just like puttering around and like, his face. <laughs> I... <laughs> I was impaired when I watched it. I'm always impaired next to yeah, like, Are you impaired right now? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I was watching it and Deanna walked across the screen and I was like, wow, she's got a really nice hair. I wonder what her hair feels like. I wonder what it would be like to just like grab a fistful of hair. She could grab a fistful of my hair. Oh God, I'm gay. <laughs> this is okay. not a revelation. I was like, <laughs> point of order. This, I mean... No, it just surprised me. No, yeah. I, I can forget sometimes. Speaking of someone whose large portions of my sexuality were formed by this show, is this the first time you thought you were gay? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have news for you. It's not, not the first time ever. It's not the yeah. first time we've thought you were gay. <laughs> no, no. I mean, especially considering, I'm pretty sure I met you, and you're like, hi, my name is Z, I'm gay. And I'm like, oh my Probably. god, me too. Probably. That sounds like something I'd do. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I get it. Because when you're stoned, you like forget that's a thing. And you're like, holy shit, am I into girls? Yes, <laughs> yeah. you are. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my last note. I, I like Deanna. <laughs> I don't know why it took me two seasons to realize that I had a crush on her. But <laughs> what? Yeah. She's cool. no, I was, I was I always like, like that was the loo in the closet. I was like, I like Deanna. She's so cute. And she's, <laughs> you know, she's so I like spending time with her a lot, and I won't touch her hair, and she can touch my hair. Maybe we could kiss a little. For practice. I'm so glad you guys understand. I bet she tastes like strawberries. No, I get it. Once Beverly comes back, her and Deanna just have this great friendship. Yeah. Like they hang out together and gossip and, and do aerobics and do aerobics. Sorry to go on that one, but it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's a yes. popular meme. The two of them doing stretches at one point. <laughs> As lesbians do. No, they I also take it. classes for morph in in Mafara. Klingon, Klingon Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Yeah. Yeah. Morph teaches aerobics. It's more of a meditation movement yes. sort of thing. I would take that class. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I bet you you could find classes of, of somebody right. doing that. Yeah, yeah probably. I'm sad that Morph doesn't oh. actually teach a real life. Or I would take that class so fast. <laughs> Come Ginger, on, Michael. Jordan. Ginger Worth did very well in Worfstead. I just want to. I just want to. Oh yeah. Raise Ginger Worth. Yeah. yeah. Short-haired uh, ginger guy. Yeah. 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 He plays a military dude in absolutely everything that he's in. <laughs> yeah. He was a military guy in the West Wing at some point. Yeah. He just had that face. Yeah. yeah. He was in the Transformers movie as a military guy. He was in the uh, see. Why do I know so much about this stupid movie? So like at the <laughs> kind of near the beginning when the the first yeah. guy attacks the base and he's on there, he's like, pull the hard line. Yeah, mm, like that's that's yeah. his whole thing. Cool. Commercial break. Hey, kids, want a new game? Strategema. The rules don't matter. Just try to lose. <laughs> Wiggle them fingers. <laughs> you put the cow udders on your fingers, and then you twitch them all about, and that's the game. Strategema doesn't need to make sense. A message of social enlightenment. <clears throat> Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Cover your mouth when you cough. Absolutely. <laughs> Do it with the Dracula thing. Yeah, because yeah, your hands also are other used for other things. Yes. Yeah. I, I love the Dracula swish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, is she sick or is she a vampire? Oh, I also hear people say cough like Batman. Batman. 
But okay, yeah. it's probably more of a Dracula move, but I, I mean, it was coughing Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> Cough like you have no coherent media strategy. Got it. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Don't cancel Batgirl, Warner Brothers. Thanks. <laughs> <sighs> Never gonna win Water like that. Like... Yes, <laughs> trans lives matter. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, and they exist. There's so much you have to include in that yeah. thought. Yeah. But that's that's the troubling thing. Also, J.K. Rowling is the worst. The worst. Like, I am well past the point where it's like, I we got rid of all of our Harry Potter movies. I, like, I have no desire to revisit that world, like at all. There's, um, there's something yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, perhaps because I come from a background of like. I mean, I was definitely in the fandom that, like, would do fanfic, so, like, lots of trans transformative kind of work off of stuff. But, like, Harry Potter is so much easier for me to go, like, these are the two things I like about it, and we're going to scrub everything else off, and we're just going to play with these two bits, and then maybe add a little bit of DBZ, and then maybe add a little bit from over here. What about a community episode? <laughs> and then I just, like, make my own new thing, and I'm just sort of like, that's the only part of Harry Potter I like. This one tiny little part. <laughs> I'm about to be a huge downer for people of a certain age, and that's, you know, your millennials or even your younger millennials, people who grew up with Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Kids right now have never read the books, nor yeah. ever seen the movies. A few of them, perhaps, because they were raised in households that did that. Yeah. But, like, so I know... named Dumbledore or some dumb shit yeah. like that. So, so yeah. I've, I've met... A woman who is a teacher, and she's sort of made Harry Potter her identity in the classroom and mm. decorated her. But she's at the point of the, the grades that she's teaching now, the kids are coming in, and they're like, what's Harry Potter? And they yep. don't know. And I'm like, so honestly, the only thing that like kids know about Harry Potter now is that the lady who created it is like evil and mean to trans people. Yes. So like... Absolutely. It's actually harming people when you have, like, Harry Potter stuff out yes. and you've made that your identity because they're not going to see you as a safe person. So yeah. just just a little word of caution for those who I, are holding on to Harry Potter. The kids are getting younger. If you interact yeah. with kids at all, you need to cut that out of your life. <laughs> I also have the same experiences. It's like... Uh, sometimes you say Harry Potter to a kid and they look at you like you said Pippi Longstocking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. And it's, it's about, like, they're like, what? And, like... They have no idea. And the parents are like, oh, you don't know about it. I'm like, he's eight. He's probably still too young to read it. And also, there's better books out there. And then and they immediately go like, oh my God, have you gotten the new Dragon Masters? Or this? Or the Wings of Fire? Or Dogman? And there's like 8,000 other things that they care about. Weirdly Some enough, of those you made up. No, Dogman's no. dog no, dog dog very real. <laughs> um, I know Dogman. <laughs> Listen, Dogman came to my Thanksgiving no. <laughs> He brought a sweet potato pie. <laughs> okay, okay, but listen, he has the head of a dog and the body of a cop. So, uh, I don't even, I don't even know. Are we confusing this with Paw Patrol? Because I don't know what any of this is. Yeah, Paw Patrol is a bunch of Paw Patrol on this podcast. I have made that executive decision. But Pippi Longstocking is the perfect example because I don't know anything about Pippi Longstocking other than the name. I've heard, yeah. you know, like, my it's parents talked about there's it. Like seven, there's, there's seven books. Yeah, like, Pigtails, like, Ponytails, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the That's please. literally all, like, I, but I couldn't tell you, did that come from a movie? Was that a TV show? Like, I don't know what that was. I just know of it in, 
culture. And so that's the way Harry Potter is turning in for these younger kids. It's like they only know it because they've heard the words thrown around. But if you tell them anything else, they're not going to care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you enjoy the... Uh, you might enjoy our other podcasts here at PartyApocalypse.com, including Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter with myself and Eris. We are quickly wrapping up our run as we go through Brian why am I? Fuller. Fuller's. I was about to say Singer. That's the wrong Ooh, Brian. That's Brian, a diff, different Brian. Brian Fuller's Hannibal. Yeah. We're recording season two shortly here in a few minutes. We will. And those will be airing soon. And we'll move on to season three. And then really have nothing else to talk about on that front. Yeah. We also have uh, Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with myself and friends of the show, Donna and Kenzie. And uh, nothing else currently running, but uh, there will be new shows after the first of the year. Definitely, we think we are zeroed in on one. We don't have a title yet, but we have a topic, and we're ready to go on that. I'm looking at the people involved in that. They're giving me (laughs) nods. So watch the space for more on that. There are books, blogs, and movie reviews, The Fourth Wall in its entirety, and As the Myth Turns in its entirety. And Aaron... Nothing. Nothing. Z. <laughs> yeah, you can catch me on TikTok at underscore it's just Z underscore. Love of my life. Do you have anything to plug? Vote in November. Yes. Yeah. That's a very efficient commercial break. I think we really want to get done with season two. <laughs> <laughs> and so we will go back to our episode. We're back. Yes, we are. Fifty Shades of Riker. Oh boy, what a! What I'm not a, even I, sure why this is called Shades of Grey. It's not. There's no gray. There all. was an explanation on Memory Alpha. Let, what? Was, there was. It was stupid. Okay. This is somebody just really diving too deep it, into something, you right? You have to then tell your audience. Well, you see, the title is a metaphor. It's not good. Should have been in the text. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Memory Alpha does a quotes section, like. Quotations from it, and the last quote in this episode, I think, is some shade. Some shade. Get it? Get it? Oh, that's why. <laughs> it's she's dead. Beverly Crusher. Parentheses. Her only dialogue in the whole episode because it's from uh, Skin of Evil. Oh, yeah. 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 I do think it's kind of a cool move to, uh, yeah, show scenes of, of Doctor Beverly Crusher in your clip show as you're about to say goodbye to your awful doctor. <laughs> you're like, ah, look at this thing we're gonna have back. That one, like, really cool lady doctor we had? Yeah. Do we still have her son on board? Maybe we should get her back. We're going to get her back. <laughs> Take this out of She was not nearly as much of a bitch. Yeah. This episode totally <laughs> lost my attention. The only thing uh, that I really kind of keyed in on to and then I immediately had to run away in fear was the needle part. And I was like, can't handle this. <laughs> nope. Do not like <laughs> I thought it was hilarious how it's a clip show, but at the end, they were doing a clip show of the clip show. The clips that we'd already watched. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm just like, okay, the only thing that was missing is like in the, the 90s, how all the movies had a rap song that yeah. summarized the plot. Yeah. It's like, we should have had a rap song summarizing what we just watched. <laughs> that would have been perfect. It's yeah. a money-saving episode episode but the fact that it's the season finale is like well we've given up on season two the fact that they bounce back from this is a miracle well they had it, it, it's sort of a slingshot effect they had to go into the gravity well of bullshit and then <laughs> use it to slingshot their way mm. back into it. yeah they had if yeah. you get your shark 
jumped early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you don't have to worry about anything <laughs> else. It's all uphill, baby. It's the translunar injection of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, now, from my memory, because I'm looking ahead now, season one, or episode one of season three is, like, immediately better. Like... It's not an all-time great, but... Right, but you immediately feel like, oh, this is so much nicer. <laughs> well, I think if you're a fan of the show and you subscribe to the idea that if the collars are up, mm-hmm. things are better, once the collars are up, you're like, okay, I can... Whew. The collars are up, Beverly's back, and Riker's beard is better. Yeah. Like, it's it's finally in the recognizable. Like, it wasn't quite right in season two. Yeah. It was driving me nuts. Laura's too... beard corner. It was like, too low. It needed to come up a little bit more and... Looks like he was trying to style it in a weird, yeah. You know. He's trying some things. Sometimes they just don't work. Yeah, yeah. yeah You're living your life. Yeah. yeah. There was a couple of really good lines in here, and be damned if I remember them. <laughs> Not needed. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I mean, there, there were like quips between Riker and Picard. I'm pretty sure with like the basically like on death and mm, that kind yeah. of thing. I was like, that was a good fucking line, and I didn't write it down. Good job, me. So, this is a whole paragraph on the Memory Alpha page for this episode. Production assistant Eric A. Stillwell was given the task of searching through tapes to come up with scenes representing Riker's memories. Stillwell recalled, I spent 80 hours that week scanning through the episodes, finding clips so the producers could pick which ones to plug in. As a joke, he wanted the installment to be called Riker's Brain, because we missed it in season three of the original series, but the worst episode of the original series is called Spock's Brain, where aliens steal Spock's brain and then he has to walk yeah. around like a mannequin the whole time. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, Stillwell all, almost persuaded the other production staffers to call it that prior to the episode being named Shades of Grey which Stillwell also devised. He called it that, quote, because I decided it was a really bizarre episode that wasn't black or white. It was just Shades of Grey. I mean, I'm glad there's a reason for it, but... It's not a good reason to name your fucking episode that. Yeah, nope. Riker's brain would have been better. That would have been better. I would have hated it, but that would have been it better. It still would have been probably as bad an episode yeah. as Fox's brain, yeah. so it was right on right on track there. Hmm. Yeah. It's the only episode to include all the major characters throughout the whole run of the show. Because Crusher's in there, and Clark's and Pulaski's in there, and real stuff. And uh, Yar's, Yar's in there. Yar's in there as well. Yar's. Very briefly. Right. Right. <laughs> I, had so some, I had some thoughts on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the mics I, are running. All right. <laughs> Why listen, don't you share that? ten minutes. <laughs> Riker, I don't... Listen, I'm not a fan. Of Riker? I'm, I don't think I'm a fan. Because he... Spent more time reminiscing on that that fake bitch from the computer, <laughs> and and the 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 misandrist world leader, right? Lady, yeah. And Brenna more than he did on Yar, and the only time that he focused in on Yar specifically was when she was dying. So she's only relevant when she was causing him to be sad. I'm not a fan. She was but there when they were on the the greased up naked people planet for two. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm agreeing with the but larger point. Leave it to Riker to remember the greased up naked planet very fondly, even though they literally tried to murder Wesley. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's he's erased that part from his brain completely. Oh, yeah. He's like, why can we ever go back? Because 
of all the child murder. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. you know what? Okay, so you had you had Troy for this episode. Yeah. You had Riker for this episode. Why not do some fake backstory on the two of them and have like show what right. their mm. sh- do mm-hmm. some what? do some new, some new flashbacks flashbacks of what they were like when they yeah. were together when they first met. I want to know yeah. what that would have been like because the way they met and danced. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I wanted, because I you can't tell me that the the things that we saw were the most erotic things to ever happen to this man. Oh, yeah. No, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> and he if I were Troy, on board. if <laughs> I were Troy, I'd be mad that you know my dude is dying and not remembering me at all. Apparently, yeah. what to think about <laughs> that one weird Irish, not Irish lady. Is there still an Irish? I don't think Ireland exists anymore in space. <laughs> and then there was that computer I was really into. Like, yeah. The fuck you say, Bill? <laughs> but not my friend. His thoughts are very erotic. How can you tell? Well, he's going to phone her. I'm like, it's an on-off switch there, lady. I am surprised that maybe that's why the doctor gets fired. (laughs) She can't recognize the male erection. (laughs) What good of a doctor are you? Don't you understand? All medical science is based on maintaining the male erection. (laughs) Only when it's Riker's dad's erection. Oh, no. Oh, well. (laughs) We're done. I killed it. (laughs) I really like that sheet he was covered with, I guess. It was like purple purple with like sequins on it, I guess. Like there I was zoning out so bad I was looking at the set dressing. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh Riker's like hoarding some up and then oh now the, the bug is attacking him. Okay, cool. What's in the background? The plot of this episode is Riker gets an owie. <laughs> he falls asleep. We don't even see him get the owie. He just already has the owie. That's true. It's true. Yeah. He's just like, ah, oh, Jordy, save me, Jordy. Man, <laughs> owie, he falls asleep. <laughs> he wakes up. Yes, that's even, it. That's do you even know why they were on that planet? Nope. Okay. They were just there. Why was Jordy there? Exploring. I think because they were just sort of like, well, we all know that this is uncharted territory and we were sent here to explore. They did look yeah. the weird, like, as you know, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, I mean, yeah. they were really saving some money because they didn't even show them, like, beaming down to that no, planet. It was just, just like, just, oh, we're here. We don't I have know. enough for another think, uh, transporter effect today. Nope. I don't know if they were trying to save money or if the makeup department was also on strike, but... <laughs> That was not good. Like, oh, it looked like that at one point Data had just had mayonnaise caked on his face. Yeah, <laughs> like instead of the normal I, yeah, weird. I know, something but just that sad. that sentence made me think <laughs> of something else. <laughs> Don't you judge Let him do his thing. Hey, okay, yeah. but like, what if Dana gets really into like alternative skincare? <laughs> That's pretty like, alternative. <laughs> he's just like, well, I found all these recipes from this from the early 21st century. Right. Recipes. Hold on. <laughs> um, with mayonnaise oh, or gross? <laughs> you would be surprised. On some of okay, well then I'm gonna go ahead and routine. say my gross thing. Then it sounds like Data was remembering Yar too. Oh yeah, and ejaculating. <laughs> Somebody had to say it. <laughs> it was so there on the tip of like, oh, and they were like, "Oh, gotta say it." <laughs> maybe, maybe we just edit the end of this no, episode. No, no, no. <laughs> no. It, 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 it all stays in until we're done. <laughs> 
Oh no, man. I pulled that out from like a cell phone ringtone. <laughs> 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 oh no! Uh, we've gone is, off the rails completely now. This is a whole podcast. <laughs> Pulaski talked shit to O'Brien, and that was the last fucking straw. Yeah. 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 I said, I said, what did I say? I said, <laughs> you leave O'Brien alone, you hag. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wrote, I feel like that's a disservice to hags. O'Brien, <laughs> O'Brien is delightful, and O'Brien's going to have a lot more to do, a lot other shows, and you're leaving. Yeah. This is it for you. And she made him look a little bit sad, and that made me very much angry. <laughs> <laughs> is it a good idea to piss off no. the transporter technician? Because that's it, like pissing off your waitress, mm, right? A little bit like, mm-hmm. they can't probably legally go like, oh no, something happened. Some mayonnaise is going to get into the pattern buffer if you catch yeah. the grid. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, O'Brien knows how his how the equipment works. Mm-hmm. And uh, could he, oh, 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 look, that, that thing that sometimes happens where you get beamed into space just happened to Pulaski. Oh, no. Oh, no. So your head is now your butt. Oh, <laughs> oh. But I, oh man. That I'm not saying he does it all the time, but I bet you he has perfected the art of like doing the weird transporter mm. shit without him getting in trouble. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you just kind of like, haha, I beamed you into outer space, you're going to be like, Sir, that's called murder. <laughs> yeah. But if you're like, haha, I beamed a whole bunch of like, I beamed you on top of a cliff and then filled your like, Pockets full of like dead worms and be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's the plant <laughs> interference signal from the sun. Or like, <laughs> that implies that there is a jar of dead worms he underneath that transporter. He like, collects them just yeah. for this purpose. Whenever Alaska picks his mop, he puts dead worms in a pocket. Like this is what he does. He's got lots of time on his hands. Wait. What if every time if there's somebody he's really mad at? Every time he transports you, he shaves like a millimeter off your height. (laughs) (laughs) So like every time you're like, this doesn't seem right. And then just when you get just when you get used to like being shorter, he like suddenly gives you all your height back in the next one. The gaslighting of O'Brien. Transports everything but your left eyebrow. Yes. Or just your left eyebrow. I mean, he could fix it in a second, but he's like, "Oh man, this is gonna take me three weeks to figure out." But I'll, I'll get back to you. Wires they just they came out of the machine. Nobody else knows how it works. (laughs) David's like, "I can help." No, he can't. He has another project. He's like, "I have another project." (laughs) Yes, you do, Data. Move along now. You're gonna help me learn how to move someone's eyebrow exactly. <laughs> See, I would watch an entire fucking series based on that. Just like Teddy O'Brien. Yeah, O'Brien. Transporter shenanigans. By Pulaski. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to talk about season two as a whole? By Pulaski being the uh, headline. I ha- I do have one more note about the episode specifically. Yes. I don't I don't have a thing for hair. But Beverly's got nicer hair than Pulaski does. Hell, hell yeah! Yeah. Also, what the fuck do you mean you don't have anything for hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd like to point you out to this yes, is right here. It's <laughs> There's like sparkles around the neck. There is. <laughs> I like to. Beverly has heads. better hair than most people. Yeah. So that's yeah. And it's naturally red. And her hair hasn't even reached like the full, you know greatness that it is yeah. in the later seasons. 
That's true. Yes. Yeah. Also, they didn't even put a band-aid over his puncture wounds. I know. They pulled the like, needles out and they was like, get up, go on. Exactly. <laughs> from his forehead is a shattered skull. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? We have to change the sheets over your bed plank. <laughs> <laughs> get out. So season two is over. Yeah. Pulaski is gone. Yay. Yeah, she's bad. Like, I felt like I was overselling how bad she was mm. as we were leading up to it. Turns I, out she is that bad. For the new, yeah. yeah, she is bad. She's bad. She's actively toxic and she harasses the crew, which is a real fun take for a fucking doctor. Yeah. She's always buttoned in. Like, in this, yeah. this episode, they were like, do you want us to beam him up? And she's like, no, no, I, I'll go down. Like, bitch, get, like, no. Like, get, get in your lane. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, it's like she's trying I'm, to steal screen time. Yeah, yeah, like nobody likes you. <laughs> Just beam him straight yeah. to a sick bay. Put a force field around him if you need to. She already yeah. did that one episode. Exactly. Yeah. She's yeah. already done so that. It, so she's capable. But like, she also clearly has. She no just had to be a dick to O'Brien one last time. Yeah. <laughs> beam onto the scene. But like. <laughs> She also actively, like, even, like, in the context of the show, talks behind people's backs. She, mm-hmm. like, lies on behalf of people. She's like, well, I know better than them. So I went ahead and I told the guy that he really wanted to play a game with him. <laughs> you know you know who Belaski is? Belaski was them nurses that at the height of pandemic were like, you can't make me get a vaccine. You can't make me wear a mask. <laughs> like, you can't do your job if you can't acknowledge that science exists. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, that, that seems to be like, oh, you mean you need to lose your license? Okay, great. Let me take that from you then. My last note for the whole season and this episode was, what a pile of poop. <laughs> that's so good. With like a couple of really great moments. Yeah. And, but that's it. It's not a complete loss of a season. There right. was uh, Measure of a Man, Measure of a Man mm-hmm. which I think is, I, honestly, it's in my top five or top ten mm-hmm. of the whole series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super great wharf moments. A super great and wharf moments. Klingon world building that I was like, yes. I wish this happened in any other season but this one. The show is really finding its voice. It hasn't gotten there yet. Yeah. And it will very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out its voice is Beverly Crusher. Uh, right. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently a ship needs both a mommy and a daddy. Yeah. And we had this weird wicked stepmother for a while that was not working. There was that one year. We were going to have to parent trap this ship. Yeah. There yeah. was that one year when we were just with dad and it was scrambled eggs for dinner every night. <laughs> that's the only thing he knew how to cook. Yeah. He just said parent trap this ship. That implies that Riker and um, Wesley are the twins. <laughs> they're at Trafficard. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because they're kind of both his children. I mean, Riker's yeah. definitely the older brother because Wesley, like, also yeah. like, there's a hierarchy there. Yeah. You know, older brother, like, older brother, what should we do? And he's like, chaos. You know, but there's definitely like, now sons. <laughs> you know better than you do shenanigans in the engineering room. It's like, we're sorry. Like, that's and the right, thing. No, Riker's like, it's okay, Dad. Take it easy on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all me. Yeah. yeah. Wes is like, but I'll help. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear from you. You're just a little brother. We also got Guinan this season. Yes. That yeah. was good. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get more of her. Yeah. Going forward. Yay. She okay. has some great episodes coming up. I want to know more about her. Oh, my God. Because like we and just got that little <laughs> bit of the Borg thing, and she was just like, turns out I'm a super cool superhero. Extra I, yeah. I want a full wizard uh, uh, like duel between... Guided and cute. Like, I absolutely, I was just, I was like, because they were like standing there, and I was like, wizard duel, wizard duel, wizard duel. We, we all got close to that, like, this year. Yeah. Yeah, in yeah. Picard, right? Picard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, now, immediate. I'm impatient. <laughs> <laughs>
we are going to go to a format format change yeah. for our next episode. Uh, you know, we set out, we we're going to watch two episodes, an episode, and we are now further away from <laughs> being caught up with Star Trek than we were at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, And it was already going to take us seven years, and then they released like 17 new shows. Yeah. And like, yeah. The 17 is a bit of an exaggeration, but not much. And, and seven been, like, was overly optimistic. Yeah. Uh, I did the math, it was going to be like 15. <laughs> so, so. Uh, we're changing it up. I'd uh, like to finish the show before we retire. Yes, yeah. or die. We are going to watch an entire season next. Season three of TNG, when things start getting good. We're going to do two episodes of the podcast for every season. So the next month worth of shows will all be season three. Uh That means we're going to be at Deep Space Nine next year. We're going to be at Voyager late next year, probably. I have a. And that means we can get through Voyager faster. I'm excited for Lower Decks. So good. And if you have the context of the whole show, that show is really great. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've not seen an episode yet. I've literally been saving myself for the podcast, even (laughs) though everyone's like, this is going to be your favorite show. And I'm like, I hate you. I think, these, I, I think you guys are really going to like Deep Space Nine. Yes. I may I be overselling that. that I, I'm going to call, you maybe already called it on this show, uh-huh. and we'll have to find the recorded evidence of that. But I think collectively we think Deep Space Nine is going to be your favorite. My yeah. favorite? There, there's yeah. going to be some characters, especially, that you're just going to be gay? like, this is, these are my people. Um, <laughs> that's the interesting yes. thing. Yes. Okay. There is no one necessarily out as gay but mm. there is plenty of headcanon because this is still like in. 90s yeah. early 2000s yeah. when it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's still technically illegal however yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there is some gender fluidity going yeah. on in there yeah. I do uh, like that yeah um, there like when you interview some of the cast they're like yes I was playing that as gay but it just was never yeah right coming out yeah yeah mm-hmm. Um, really, really great show. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. I'm already rewatching Deep Space Nine, but I'll rewatch it again because I, <laughs> I don't want to live there. <laughs> they got a Klingon restaurant. <gasps> yeah. Oh, you. Can I work at the Klingon restaurant? You're gonna love it too for different yeah. reasons. All the Klingon yeah. stuff is just gonna be. They, they take the Klingon yeah. stuff and go. And then they bring more fun. Yay! Yeah. Well, it becomes a regular about halfway through. So does uh, O'Brien's from the beginning, <gasps> O'Brien's right? O'Brien's on it for the whole thing. He's the chief engineer oh on Deep Space Nine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good for him. And so O'Brien and the Doctor and become the Chaos Twins of that show. And there's no Pulaski. I'm giving you <laughs> no Pulaski guarantee. Yes. <laughs> good characters only. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a dud among them, and they have a lot Except of supporting for characters. The, 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 oh yeah. yeah, she's bad, but intentionally bad, and, mm. and, and she's meant to be bad. And dies at fire. Yeah, yeah. 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 gotcha. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah, you're you're allowed to have villains and stuff like that. Like, she's an exquisitely well crafted villain. Having a character that you're like, okay, mom, we trust you, and then having that character mm. be just utterly toxic and bad, be like, no. Yeah. You did it wrong. And that's also when they better, like, maybe they do it a little bit in Next Generation, but they better think, figure out who the Ferengi are yeah. in Deep Space Nine. The Ferengi are from well, You get their whole flesh, backstory, but, uh, their culture, and everything. They are still comic relief, but 
Uh, there. Yeah, there are. They have an identity, you. whereas in next gen, it, like I mean, that happened at peak performance. Is they they keep trying to make the Ferengi like the next big bad evil. Yeah. When it's just like, no, they're not the next big. They're they're the greedy people that are like yeah. just. It, it turns out their whole moral code is capitalism. Yeah. And that it should be clowned on. <laughs> yeah, and it is. Yeah. Once they figure that out, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> the the three aliens in Roswell were Ferengi. Yes. That's a preview of Deep Space Nine. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, and that's God. an old timer. Oh I love that episode a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Such a great one. Oh, I have so many feelings about the Roswell aliens. Most of them bad. Mm. Well, this, well, this is going to change your opinion. This is going to change your yes. tune, yeah. Well, because most of my opinions are like. This was a, it's like we went for the crazy conspiracy when really the con- conspiracy was the fact that we were absolutely testing, like, the military was testing secret spyware and got caught. And they were like, oh, but we can convince people that it's aliens <laughs> and then no one will ever look bad at the government ever again. And, and I'm deny like, that. Not yeah. themselves. But I'm like, maybe the government was bad the whole time. <laughs> So we'll see you next time for season three of TNG. Pulaski with the monkey doily and get out!